It's my mom's birthday tomorrow, and we're making Dr. Rigatoni tonight um, to celebrate her birthday. And then I got a loaf of bread for going with bread, and he's like, ooh, bread. And I was like, that's for dinner. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, why don't you touch that? Yeah, Brandon, get your grubby paws off my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's almost time for, for me to make the, the vodka rigatoni again. It's so good. It is so good, so yeah. Good. Yum, yum, yum. We've all had it because I cooked it for for Brian at Samita's uh, bachelorette weekend. It was so good. It was so good. I know it's my favorite. That's why it's like hard because sometimes I'll go to a restaurant and I'll get vodka sauce and it's good, but I feel like I just like my like that was my introduction to vodka sauce. So it's like that's what I think of. So if something's a little different, I'm like I don't know about this. Honestly, there's a restaurant in town that we get takeout from sometimes and they have a vodka sauce and it's not as good mm. yeah. because, and I don't know if it's just because we're getting it to go, but it's mm. too saucy. I want to say like oh. it's too soupy almost. Yeah, I know what you mean. Back to Pop-Tarts. So <laughs> the reason I got blueberry, I my favorite flavor is what's that one? What is the one? It's S'mores. Brown no, sugar? No, no. Brown sugar cinnamon? Let me describe it to you guys. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's the one with the purple frosting with the blue swiggle. Yep, Wildberry. Wildberry. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. I screamed. I know, I know. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. That's my favorite one, but the reason I ended up with blueberry is because I think I got them from Instacart probably, or I don't know, but I wanted like a big box of them, and the mm-hmm. the big box, the only one that's available was like a three pack variety, which I was like, oh good, and because I, mm-hmm. I I like so the the variety was cherry, strawberry, and blueberry. This is the oh, order I ate cherry. them in. in t- this is the order I ate them in in terms of my preference: strawberry cherry and now i'm on the blueberry uh i i like cherry oh cherry kind of i get the all right teeth thrown you know what i don't like but i used to eat when i was i used to eat them when i was a kid and i don't even think i liked them that much then but i feel like maybe i didn't have any desserts i would eat the chocolate pop tarts all the time they're just not good it's like it's like fake chocolate yeah (laughs) no i love those wild berry ones i like the brown sugar cinnamon I like, I mean, I'll eat a blueberry. Ew, you know what? I cannot mess with those. The unfrosted Pop-Tarts. What kind of monster would eat an unfrosted Pop-Tart? I've never, I've never even seen one of those. Maybe they don't make them anymore because they suck. But when I was <laughs> no youth, one bought them. When I was a youth, my we definitely used to get unfrosted Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Ew. Well, like actually, yeah. Brian, before you got on, I was saying to Brian, I do you toast your Pop-Tarts? I used to as a kid. Now as an adult, I mean, I don't even know the last time I ate a pop tart. Though, like, <laughs> literally, I don't remember. I probably haven't had a pop tart in like I want to say over five years. But oh wow, I think that I no, I wouldn't. But then I might if I was home and I had had them, I might be like, oh, well, you're supposed to toast them. Let me see what this is about. Yeah. See, Brian and I are not toasters. Yeah, but I could see like because I I just do the uh strawberry frosted but i could see like one of the chocolate ones being toast you know toasted just because it's like more of a dessert you know i'm sure it'd be good toasted i just i 
I don't know. Mm-hmm, I've never. Mm-hmm. How often do you eat pop tarts, both of you? Just because you're talking about it, like you consume them on the reg, and I just I haven't. There's nothing wrong with them, but I just don't buy them. Like, are they a staple for you? I probably eat them a lot less than um, Lara does. Well, <laughs> I can't well, remember let's... the last time I had them. <laughs> so I honestly, in my adult life, they haven't been a part of my routine. But again, since being pregnant. Mm. I am drawn to the weirdest foods and it's like pop tarts are one like for my breakfast I I still can't bring myself to eat eggs. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I used to keep a box of pop tarts at my in like my desk drawer at work. So typically I have Rice Krispie cereal for breakfast, but Ooh. like today I woke up kind of late and I had to you know, get on, get on it. So I was like, let me just grab a pop tart. <laughs> grab and go. Grab that Capri Sun. Grab the pop tarts. <laughs> I wish we had this conversation before I went to the grocery store because I literally just went and I probably won't go for another two weeks and I'll forget by then. But like now, I really want a pop tart. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I just took a pic that I'll I'll post in our Instagram story for this episode. <laughs> Drops of my Pop-Tart and Capri Sun. <laughs> oh, my Capri. Wow. You're just basically taking it back to the 90s. Honestly, yeah, I am. And I was saying to Brian, I was like, it's for me, it's all about the grab-and-go beverages. <laughs> like, I can't be bothered to pour something. And I hate it because you know me. I love a zero-waste life. So I feel guilty, like, all these Capri Sun packages I'm throwing away. You can only do so much. I got to hydrate. And Brian was like, yeah, grab and go to the couch. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Which what, is true. What flavor, uh, Capri Sun? This is fruit punch. Oh, interesting. Okay. And you know what's funny is, um, well, the, the fun, there's a, I have two funny stories. And then we'll, we'll, we'll introduce ourselves so that everyone knows who, who we are. Um, but when, before, because I, be, it's weird. Like as soon as I very early into my first trimester, I began gravitating towards Capri Suns. And I one time like I wouldn't try to hide the Capri Suns, but I I wouldn't flaunt them either because it is like a weird thing that without the context of like, oh, I'm pregnant. It's like, why is this 31 year old drinking a Capri Sun? <laughs> but one time during a work Zoom meeting, I I was parched and I needed a I needed to take a sip. So I took a sip of my Capri Sun, and then one of my coworkers was like, is that a Capri Sun? Wow. <laughs> Eagle eye. And, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and then because they still didn't know I was pregnant. And then finally, I was able to tell them, and uh, I was like, that hopefully gives you some context for the Capri what I've been doing. <laughs> funny. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I had a- oh, no, yeah, you did have two. But now I don't remember the second. Oh, yeah. So anyway, so then once the cat was out of the bag and I was talking about my Capri Suns, they were like, oh, yeah, that that straw is so hard to insert. And I was like, honestly, as an adult, like it's not. Or like, I don't know if they've updated their technology. They did. Yeah. I haven't had a problem. I haven't had a problem once. When I was a kid, I used to have a um, shark tooth is what I called it. It was like a tooth that came in before my permanent tooth that was like oh my God. sharp and I would use that to pierce the Capri Sun 
as like a, as a starter to get my straw in there. This was oh before, my God. this was before the 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 change in the packaging. But yeah, that's how I would open my Capri Sun. I will say, I mean, before we introduce ourselves, I mean, we're gonna get to it. Don't worry. I just need to say something that I, as an adult, started getting, and it's because I went to Target on my lunch break sometimes, and. There's not, like, really any real food at Target. I mean, sometimes they have, like, some pre-made sandwiches and stuff. But, like, I was just, like, Mm -hmm. picking up a few things. And I grabbed a Lunchable. And I was, like, holy shit. Like, the cheese and crackers. Not, like, I I didn't even like the pizza Lunchables as a kid. Like, why do you want to eat cold sauce and cold cheese? Like, they they were always disgusting. But, I mean, I know people (laughs) like them. But... I like the pizza ones. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm very picky about my marinara, and I just feel like it's not top mm. tier. But I just would grab a Lunchable, and I was like, holy shit, these are good. So I feel like one time at ShopRite when they were on sale, the kind that came with the Capri Sun, I got one. Mm. And I was like, wow, mm. why don't I drink more Capri Sun? But, the deluxe the deluxe Lunchables. Yeah. It comes with like a Reese's in it or something, too. Oh. A, crunch, a little crunch bar. Yeah. Now, now I'm like regretting not picking up some Lunchables. <laughs> They're so good. They're probably terrible. Like honestly, like oh, yeah. is it real? Is it real meat? I don't know, but Ugh. it's so good. I love it. Oh my That's god. So good, yeah. I liked the taco one, and mm. I don't think it oh. had taco meat. Or if it did, I didn't eat it. I was just doing Ooh. the sh- the shell and cheese. Laura, it had a, like a squeeze packet of Ew. like cold <laughs> seasoned meat, and I ate every bite of it. But I'm like think I can taste it in my head right now. Oh, I see it. I'm, I, I googled it. Taco filling package. <laughs> oh God! Well, I didn't fuck with that. But I remember if you had a lunchable in the cafeteria in elementary school, people were like, "Oh, yeah, they have money." <laughs> yeah, right. I never had them. It's like until I was like older, <laughs> I could buy them I- myself. I took it that my parents don't care enough to pack me a freaking lunch. Like, I, started, I started making my own lunches when I was in like third grade. Like I would make my sandwich. Oh yeah. My parents didn't pack me a lunch or I would buy lunch a lot. Like mm. my mom packed my lunch. Honestly. Okay. So she packed my lunch. Does. All, literally Brian all throughout <laughs> high school. And then when I lived at home after college and got a job, she would pack my lunch for work. Oh, that's, that's adorable, though. If, if I ever have a kid, like, that is what I asp- aspire to be. Just, like, packing a lunch. Oh. The lunch I never had. You know what? <laughs> my dad. Actually. My, but my dad made my brother. I, I truthfully think it's just the way my parents look at me versus the way they look at my brother. I don't know if it's because I'm the oldest. I don't know if I just, like, acted more independently. But my dad packed my brother's lunch all all through high school. He, Damn. And Brandon, he would eat a toasted peanut butter sandwich. No jelly. No, not that's that's what was his lunch. My dad packed his lunch all the way through high school. And like same thing, like my parents stopped asking me, like, oh, do you have like what's your homework? Or like, do you have a project? They stopped asking. they just relied on me to tell them. And then they were all up in his shit with his homework, like, oh, Brandon, you have a test tomorrow. So maybe it's a compliment, or maybe they just don't love me as much. I don't know. But I'll I'll, I'll work it out in therapy. How many years younger is he? Five. Okay. All right. Oh, man. Well, now that I've unpacked that. (laughs) On that note. (laughs) My my name is Ashley, and I I have some some work to do on myself. Yes, yes. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Idol Chatter. (laughs) We are a, we're not a Lunchable podcast. We are a Survivor podcast, but this episode is going to be what we call one of our potpourri episodes. And 
okay, I, we'll we'll do the introductions and then I'll I'll get back to that. I'm Laura. I, I'm Ashley. And we're so excited to welcome back friend of the show, Brian Coveney. So excited to have you with us, Brian. Hello. Thanks for having me back. No problem. I'm so excited. So, <laughs> so I was telling uh, when I was getting ready for the day, eating my Pop-Tart, uh, Matt was like, don't you need to watch an episode? And I was like, nah, like, it's just a potpourri episode. And he was like, a what? And I was like, a potpourri episode. And he was like, he was like, what does that mean? And I was like, you know, it's it's a mix of stuff. We talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And he was like, of all the things to call it. <laughs> Should we rebrand? Should we call it Party Mix? I really don't want to. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we've always called them potpourri episodes. And I don't know where it started. I feel like I arbitrarily chose it. I mean, that ha- that is a name for, you know, just a mix of things yeah it has it it has like a special special place in my heart now no definitely yeah no it's potpourri okay french so (laughs) as as i alluded to we're gonna it's gonna be a bit of a grab bag because we just wrapped up season 20 heroes versus villains if you haven't if you're if by the way if you're new which we we've seen some new faces on instagram this week so if you are here from that if if maybe you're here from date cards sharing our post about them and their story or whatever however you got here if you if, i i can't decide if like a potpourri episode is like a good way to introduce yourselves to us i mean it's probably as good of a way as any honestly uh but you know i i like to think that our our recap episodes you don't need to like have just recently seen the survivor episode for it to be enjoyable you can kind of jump in wherever just to yeah. get just to get a taste definitely so we're gonna start with some housekeeping i have some updates for you all and then we're gonna play a survivor game it's been a while since we have played a game so i can't even I, I can't even remember our last one but it's probably with brian I'm, yeah i'm so glad you said there was gonna be a game because i was almost gonna suggest <laughs> suggest that you coordinate a game for me to play <laughs> but that might be demanding <laughs> you did your homework you you took the game and ran with it and made us look pitiful i Ugh. i'm so impressed with you i'm, so I'm gonna excited. be so, i'm gonna be so embarrassed compared to brian put together and you will get we'll 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 explain <laughs> we'll, when, we'll explain but brian he should probably be hosting this podcast um, okay so you know then then we'll probably rant about the bachelor or just talk about it because there's been some updates yeah. and uh and the last time brian was on by the way it was for a special episode called bachelor chatter when it was the beginning of claire's uh bachelorette wow. two-week season wow so we'll, we'll get there too but to start off with um Okay, a couple of things. One, sometimes I like to just mention this at the top of the episode. If you have not, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much. Usually I put it all the way at the end, but if you guys can only make it halfway through, no pressure. Okay, the next ones are a little bit more exciting. Like if you if you listen to last week's last week's episode, we mentioned this, but I will mention it again. What we decided to do for our next season of the survivor podcast is we can't decide what to watch so we're gonna crowdsource it and what we what ended up happening was we had people on instagram submit the seasons that they wanted us to watch 
Brian, I think you submitted several, <laughs> and, um, which is fine. Um, and it ended up giving us about 16. I think Ashley and I each added one of our own. And we're going to do kind of a March Madness bracket. I think we'll probably start it this week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try and make it a little game. So I put the I put the bracket together. And what you can do is it'll be a a story in our Instagram and you can screenshot the bracket and then you just type in the blank spaces what you think the winners are going to be and then if you guess correctly you will win a prize and we kind of know what the prize is it will depend on the winning season and that's like a little hint but oh, shoot yeah we have I didn't realize this was going to be prizes yeah. There's going to be a prize. And if multiple people guess the correct winner, then we will just pick randomly from one of those people. Okay, so that's the first component of it, but then in addition, we'll we'll do the little Instagram polls for people to actually pick who is moving forward in the bracket. So for instance, I was thinking what we're going to do is it it starts with 16. So I think what we're going to do is the first day we'll do eight. The second day we'll do another eight. And then we'll do Then it's like four. Four, four and four, two, two and two. two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Brian, do you want like a little sneak peek of some of the matchups? Yes, please. So the way I put these together was I just referenced, I think it was like there's a ton of online rankings of all the survivor seasons. I picked Entertainment Weekly just because, I don't know, I had to pick one of them. Oh, good call. So, yeah, they're, like, seated in that way. So, okay. The first matchup is Fans versus Favorites 1 versus Survivor 1 World. Um, I have a feeling. Okay, right. I'm, I'm not going to Is this – so am I picking who I would pick or who I you think – who I think <laughs> – you can comment if you want. You don't have to. What um number seasons are those? Do you know offhand? 16 and 24. 16 and 24. Okay. Um I mean both are both are good in my opinion. Yeah. I think One World is interesting because it's it's quite unique on its like own um it's on. It's like on no other level mm-hmm. of other seasons because no other season has revisited that, like kind of setup. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to remember, like in my rewatch that I did at like the beginning of lockdown, which is almost a year ago <laughs> at this point. Um, I really enjoyed One World. Hmm. Um, but fans, fans versus favorites. One is also a classic. It is. There's a lot of ones that are really hard. Like here's one: second chances versus all stars Uh, i okay and here's i don't want (laughs) to i don't want to influence anybody's votes but i don't care it's our podcast yeah i really don't want to watch all stars because Mm -hmm. i feel like it's so similar to heroes versus villains there's so many of the same players yeah i i thought for some reason even though i was just listening to our episode from last week and i think you said something similar then i thought you were gonna say you want all-stars to win and in my head i was like i really like second chances so i'm i'm rooting for that yeah another one is uh token teens versus pearl islands and this is funny because token teens is one of ashley's favorites and pearl islands is one of my favorites so 
Both are good. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. In in token chains, we meet Coach. That's he's always a hoot. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be hard because, like, I I have to, I'll have to consider which ones you know. Like you said, I've which ones I which ones I like versus which ones I don't want to revisit. Hmm. Hmm. My personal feelings on it, and just in general, um, would be a season that like has no, like all new people. You know, I would like no, that too. Like no returning players. That you know, obviously we're, we know most of the, most of the players, but like no returning, um, you know, players that like have been on All Stars, been on, um, you know, second chances is a good season overall. So like that's that's. That's one exception, I guess, to the <laughs> the rule of no returning players. There are a couple on here that I have never seen. So my gap in survivor viewing is I've seen uh one seasons one through nine, I want to say, and then I've seen seventeen on. So there's how, how oh my god, math is so hard. There's eight seasons that I like there I have a gap and I know a lot of them I'll get to and uh, like I obviously know who the winner is because they've been in something else or just because I know but there we could end up with something that I haven't seen and it could be fun to try and not spoil it for myself I think it would be really really hard just with like the amount of research Mm -hmm. that we put into the episodes but we can cross that bridge if we come to it for sure so exciting. The final announcement I have is this week, there's going to be an episode of another Survivor podcast called Escaping Reality. And Ashley is a guest on it. And I have not looked forward to a podcast dropping since like serial. You know what I mean? Like very, very rarely am I like, oh, can't wait for a new episode. I mean, actually, that's not true. Uh, Like, Yeah, well, because it's like I I truly back in the day when it was like I was listening to a ton of podcasts with like driving and everything. Sometimes I would listen to our episodes just to like, I don't know. I don't know if that's like weird or vain, but like, I don't know. I would just do it. Um, but like I'm there for them live. So it's never a surprise. But like I'm excited <laughs> to hear to hear you and not know what you're going to say. I'm sure that you will. Yeah, it was so much fun. Um, we recorded last weekend, got to meet the whole crew because there's four there's four of them that um, record this podcast. And so, yeah, they're all already up. They've watched 33 seasons already. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're and, they're impressive with their. <laughs> that is their dedication. And I, yeah. I will say I underestimated how long it took to watch a season because we were recording on Sunday at two. And Laura and I were going to record our episode right before. So I needed to watch the Heroes versus Villains finale. And I needed to watch the entire Millennials versus Gen X. But I started on Saturday morning. So I was like, that's fine. That's fine. But I like, I forget. I mean, it. I was watching it until like 2 a.m. I mean, obviously I took breaks because like I needed to like take a shower or like <laughs> make like make a little snack or something. But 
Oh my god! It, I, so it, it's impressive for them to record, like watch a whole season every week. I mean, more props to them. Yeah, and record. Yeah, that's crazy. I I really like it, and I especially like it in combination with ours, if I may say, because. They're so different, whereas we're doing episodic recaps where we're deep diving into one episode, but then they're doing entire seasons in one episode. So it's very different, whereas we're kind of going through this person did this and then this person did that. And oh, like we can spend 20 minutes on a Sears sponsorship, which we have and we will continue to do. But but they're talking more like broad strokes, like the evolution of the game. And I, I really love that kind of stuff. You know, I, I've never listened to a podcast that did in that did it season by season. I've always been like an episodic kind of person. But it's really it's really nice, especially if you're not like watching Survivor currently. It's probably like nice to go listen to some old favorites. So that'll drop when they do they do Wednesday episodes, right? Yes. Yep. So mine should be dropping this um, this Wednesday. So two days from when this drops. Check it out. I'm so, so excited. Yeah. I yeah. Can't yeah. Okay. Well, that's all of the announcements that I have. We can get into our game. I'm so excited. Ashley, do you want to explain what we're and we? By the way, I feel like game is a loose term, <laughs> but uh, do you want to explain what we're doing? Sure. So. I feel like, Laura, I've been talking about this, and I, I can't remember where I got the idea. I feel like I, I saw someone say before, oh, I hope they do this premise. I would love to see this person. So I um, posed to Laura and Brian, if you were going to cast Second Chances 2, who would your cast be? So we each, I, I said, you know, each of you pick... 18 players that have only played one time before and create your cast so because i feel like it would be a little boring and like long-winded if we all just went through our list and then everyone would be like me too me too i thought that we would do a round robin style of nominations so we're each going to nominate six players for a total of 18 is our you know final season and then we'll we'll discuss some of our other picks afterwards and some user submissions too laura put it in our instagram story yeah and i i kind of have to okay so it it was difficult and i feel like you and brian probably did a lot better than me i my mental bandwidth is like only so great right now so i was just honestly like i i don't know that i necessarily picked based on like who would be the best TV or like who deserves another shot? I was just like, who did I like? Um, And then, okay. So the other thing that was hard is I would see the Instagram user submissions and then that would influence them. (laughs) So I tried to separate them. So if somebody said it on Instagram, I did not include it in my list. Okay. So uh, yeah, I might, it might be worth like, maybe I, maybe I share twice so i share like once on my behalf and once on our listeners behalf okay that would work brian since you're the guest why don't you kick us off oh also since you did like the most work on this (laughs) (laughs) i had fun um so yeah i i mean i i actually ended up picking 20 people because i was i had uh heroes versus villains kind of on the mind in terms of cast size um and then i also followed 
the new 50% people of color, um, you know, I love that rejection that Survivor has committed to making. So that was, those are like, I think the only rules that I followed. Oh, and I, I also didn't allow any people who quit to come back. <laughs> these, yeah. are just, these are just my, how I chose these people. Um, so the first person right off the bat for me um, that I wanted to nominate for uh, Survivor Second Chances 2 is uh, Karishma Patel from uh, Island of the Idols. That's a very good choice. And it's funny because with Island of the Idols, there were so I was having a really hard time narrowing it down because I, overall I hated that season, but it's not their fault. You know, it's not the player's fault. It's the premise's fault and Dan's fault. So I have a lot of a lot of people from that season on my list, too. So what did you like about Karishma in particular? Um, I can't remember anything specific. I just like from from that season, like I just remember like liking her. I felt like she kind of um, maybe felt like she didn't fit in, but she didn't necessarily like give up like and she kind of. Uh, was underestimated, but, you know, had some good points. I want to say, like, she, did she win an individual immunity? Or she did something that, like, kind of proved, like, she did, she did try and, like, you know, deserve to be there on a certain level. And she made it um, pretty far. Um, And the fact that she was, um, you know, Indian American, I believe, is her. So she, you know, just, like, she was one of the first or obviously the very few um yeah on the show and i just i really enjoyed her being on the show and i want to see her back <laughs> i i really appreciated karishma and i think she got a super shitty edit so you know because i think there was a it was a lot of um you know the lens of like her complaining and her being lazy and I don't think all of that is fair. I think that probably like when you see people complaining about one person, everybody is probably complaining about everybody. (laughs) And it's just why are the editors choosing to highlight, you know, especially when it's people of color. So I I think I would, I I agree. I would love to see her back. Uh, The thing that stuck out with me with her was she would talk openly about, you know, questions about her marriage and, like, is this something that I want? And then I remember, like, when her husband came for the loved ones visit, that kind of reaffirmed for her, you know, that she that she did want to be with him. And I, mm-hmm. I just thought that was like a beautiful, vulnerable thing to share. So I agree. Let's give her let's give her a second chance. Yes. Uh, are we in the audience at the finale? <laughs> well, you will get a second chance, and then run back. Expect, yep. Oh, but that I I really did love that. I felt really bad for the people that that didn't get their second chance. On that was the disappointment in their face. I know, so sad. Oh man, who's next? Laura. <laughs> okay, so. I will go on behalf of myself. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know why I'm nervous. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like especially because my first choice is, I don't know if I want to say cheesy, but it's maybe predictable. Although nobody in our Instagram said it. I want to see Rick Devins play again. I loved Devins 
so much. Oh, he yeah. deserved to win, and he was robbed. <laughs> uh, he's on my list for sure. I and I okay. I knew someone with. I actually am glad you said him because then it frees up more of my people that I also want to say. Because yeah, <laughs> no, Machizare. <laughs> yeah, he 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 would have. If no one nominated him, I would I would have. Like I, okay, I was thinking about Edge of Extinction, and I really hated that season. I mean, okay, like the Edge of Extinction twist, hated it. Chris Underwood hated it. I mean, I just honestly like I feel like at the end, Chris Underwood, like out of everyone that was there, kind of made a pretty compelling case. I can appreciate that, but he really yeah. was not in the game for long, and he and then now he's done some weird questionable shit online yeah he has a racist sock company yeah so. So now i don't like him anyway okay. but, about that. like when i was thinking back to that season i remembered the returning players you know i remembered david i remembered um wentworth i remembered aubrey i remembered joe anglum oh, i wish i didn't Damn. but i did um i remember like they were sticking out in my mind but the only it's all about rick devins like that's who i'm thinking about you know mm -hmm. like and to, to to your point there if he does return like because i think he is just such a universal new school fan favorite mm -hmm. that if he does come back i think he will get very targeted so early like he is going to be one of those people that everyone's like we got to get rid of Devins we got to get rid of Devins yeah so I, I I think second chance works bet like what I would love is a mix of like underrated people with these like you have to have some big iconic names yeah so I think yeah I I I worry about I worry about him on second chances or a, a future Vans first favorites, whatever they're going to do. Cause I think he would get targeted early, but I want to give him the chance. Do you think he would fare better fans versus favorites or second chances? Like half new people or like all. That's a good question. I think that I on, on fans versus favorites, some of the fans might like be fanning over him and want to work with him. So mm -hmm. maybe that would like a Boston yeah. Rob type of. Situation. Yeah, I was I was thinking fans versus favorites. He might have like a yeah slight edge up or leg up, <laughs> whatever that's. It. All right, Ashley, who you got? This is so hard. Okay, now when I, there are so many people that I just am like, wow, I really liked them. I want them to come back, but I have to do a mix of. I think they would be interesting for this reason, or maybe I didn't like them so much, but I think they could bring something to the table. So I have to do a mix. So I'm going to start off with one of the latter. This, I, I said it before I, it was surprising, but I am really interested to see what Baylor Wilson would bring to the table oh, mm -hmm. to play without her mom, Missy, because I thought she was really smart. And again, I didn't really like her, you know, like, I'm not like, I'm not a fan, but I think it would be really interesting to see what she could do without Missy. This is Baylor from Blood versus Water 2, who played with mm -hmm. her mom. So I don't know. I feel like when she was, you know, on the Orange Tribe, separated from her mom, she was really making moves. Like she was targeted and she worked with Josh and pulled up. And she, you know, and her mom wouldn't listen to her. Her mom like sunk the ship. So I, yeah. So I don't know. That, that, that's my uh, first nominee. Okay, so, okay. 
if we're looking at just her the performance of her season, I agree with you. However, having kept up with her on Instagram, I feel like if she were to come back now, she would just spend all season trying to evangelize us. Ugh, so but, true. But the thing I wonder though, you know, maybe like back back then when her season aired, maybe she kind of felt the same way and it wasn't an, you know, it's not something she did. No, no, no. I think she found Jesus after. Oh, okay. Because she talks about it all. Yeah, she, she sounds like a, re- a born again. She literally just started a podcast called like, and then I found Jesus. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Good for her. Well, I, don't, I mean, I feel like there have been, you know, a lot of people. I mean, Matt on Redemption Island brought a Bible yeah. luxury item. And I, you know, I think people are able to separate the game. Oh. absolutely i'm not trying i'm not trying to be like a curmudgeon about it i (laughs) i just want to make sure somebody's there who actually really wants to play survivor and not just like use it as a platform to push their agenda you know what i mean okay and then also too maybe she wouldn't be as you know like you know conniving if right yeah i i don't know but let's yeah let's just base this off of um season 29 okay all right All right. So I'll share one from Instagram now. And this is somebody that a couple of people submitted, I would say, well, two. I mean, we didn't have, you know, I think we had maybe like 12 or 13. Uh, This this person is also from Island of the Idols. We had a couple people submit Lauren Ashley Beck. Oh, for for show. Yes. Love her. I'm, I'm glad she got the nom from them because you know it's it's rough over here looking at my list like who am I gonna actually nominate so I'm glad that um our our listeners did yeah she was definitely on one of my like short lists unfortunately I didn't include her but she she I would I would definitely agree that she should come back yeah for sure <clears throat> all right Brian who's next all right, next I am going to nominate um, Leaf Manson from Survivor One World. Ooh. Um, and again, I, <laughs> some of these I don't have like specific reasons why. I kind of went through every season on Wikipedia and like names that like popped out um, at me. I kind of like rolled into, and he 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 did pretty well on his on on that season. Um, Obviously, he didn't go all the way. The women, you know, kind of had like a strong <laughs> alliance that obviously made it to the end. Um, I do remember him, but it's hard because I just don't remember much of the gameplay. I I did actually watch that season's. I don't want to say semi recently. I want to say probably early quarantine because I think I think Courtney watched it because Courtney when she's you know such a good friend started watching survivor to listen to our podcast. Then she started watching other seasons. So I think when she was watching it and like asking me questions, I wanted to like know what she was talking about. So I watched it. So I do remember him. I just don't remember mm-hmm. that much. Of the. I feel like the women kind of stole the show on that season. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard for me to remember, but um, yeah, no, I, I remember from what I remember, I think he was a nice, you know, not, not problematic or anything. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my nomination. It's a, it's a good submission. All right. So, oh man, this is very hard. <laughs> this, yeah. Cause I, I kind of did the same thing where I just, I made like a huge list of 18 and I didn't want to, 
Okay. All right. Who am I going to pick next? Um, well, you know what? Gotta, gotta give, gotta give a, a shot to one of our, our personal podcast faves and it was just his birthday yesterday. So Yay! I'm going to, of course, nominate Bryce. Woo! Woo! Oh, my, see, Laura, I really appreciate you because you're just picking people that are really high up on my list. And now it, again, it, fr- it frees up spaces for my own list. So I, I like, I enjoy going after you. If they, <laughs> if they never have Bryce come back on, it's just such a missed opportunity mm-hmm. because I feel like he does so much for the franchise. I mean, obviously like he has a podcast on the Rob has a podcast network. I think Kagayan being one of the most, well-ranked popular seasons currently streaming on Netflix like you know and I I think we've always kind of talked about I like the idea of uh like second chances with a twist or just seasons where like there's a really specific so you know we talk about like first boots and like people who were who were only on for a very short time but had a huge impact I think Bryce is definitely like the poster child for that kind of person you know what I mean oh definitely I mean well exactly like think of some early boots that have never returned and do you do we know their name do we know them well you know I feel like I have heard more from Bryce, uh, you know, about Survivor than I have a lot of people that have played a bunch of times. Mm-hmm, so, sure. no, I'm glad I, I figured that he would be included on someone's list. Um, yeah, I did not personally choose him, but again, I knew he would. He definitely he would... deserves the opportunity to <laughs> come back for sure. You knew he'd show up. All right, mm-hmm. Ashley, take it away. Okay, my next nom is going to have to be, and Laura, you will not be familiar, um, okay. because she is from season 16, Fans versus Favorites, and that's Natalie Bolton. Mm-hmm. Um, in case we do this as our next as our next season, I, and you've never seen it, I really don't want to give too many spoilers, but basically, she was a fan, and she ended up aligning with some of the favorites, and going really far, and pulling off one of the biggest moves i feel like most iconic moves in survivor history and honestly there her and a a few other women um i want to make a gif of it of them you know stirring the pot like they are like stirring a witch's brew it's amazing so um, now i'm like i hope that one wins the bracket i want to talk about it for sure Okay, I, I'll share another another Instagram user submitted one. This person got submitted twice um, to to the people. I'll give I'll give them some shouts. This was submitted by Mike Gilfoyle, and then um, I want to get sorry. I want to like get her human name instead of her handle. Um, Kylie <laughs> Kylie Scruggs. They they both submitted J Starrett Starrett whatever from. Um, millennials versus Gen X, which is the the season that Ashley just recapped with Escaping Reality. Okay, so I'm of two minds about this submission. I really like Jay. I've talked about this before. I think he was like a very like classy, fun player. But I also feel like he's kind of had his second chance in the way of MTV's The Challenge. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know he's what, had a few chances. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's kind of like he has 
moved on to different things, which I mean, is not disqualifying someone because I have someone that moved on in a, in a big different way on my list. Um, but I, having just watched the season, I'm going to say I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the, I don't know, the moments with him and Adam and, you know, sharing things that are going on in their personal life. And it's like they had, there was this whole dynamic that they were working against each other, but they were somehow brothers and there was love there between them. Really sweet. And, you know, and we saw Adam get his big win. So now it's Jay's turn. Yeah. All right. I think we're at round three. And I don't know. Are we going to be able to stop at 16? I think we might have to keep going. We'll talk about it more. I mean, yeah, I have a, I have a lot, so FYI, okay. they're, they're coming. All right, Brian. Um, so next nomination I am going to include is Sean Rector from season four, Marquesas. Believe it or not, I have him as well. Ooh. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, part of the reason I included him was because I saw him on like a lot of the diversity inclusion lists mm-hmm. as like a person who was clearly uh, overlooked. Mm-hmm. um in a big way <laughs> uh for so long and you know maybe he didn't want to come back or you know maybe there's more to the story um but i just remember like even watching uh during my rewatch you know seeing him and being reminded you know what what a big part he was in that season yeah um and just thinks he needs another you know another shot Give him a second chance. I'm looking at the the Google Doc you shared with us, <laughs> um, and it's funny because you started. You said Sean, and in my head, I'm just like, I don't know who that is. But it's because I mean, I did watch Marcus's, you know, not too long ago. But I just, I not all the names are jumping out at me. But I, in my head, I was like, there was someone that was aligned with Vesepia. I liked mm-hmm. him. I liked him, and that's exactly who I was thinking. He was um, friends with Boston Rob too. So yeah, like, oh yeah. Really, clearly, clearly, there's you know. I have a, I have a lot of thoughts about this because whenever there's discussions about um you know like winners at war all stars, every every conversation around diversity and inclusion and is is everyone is like Visepia was Visepia was a huge hugely historical winner for Survivor. Mm-hmm. She was first black woman to win survivor like it's huge Mm -hmm. and she's a footnote in the show's history do you know what i mean and so obviously she can't she does not qualify for our second chances because she has won but i remember a huge part of the storyline of marquesas was you know because sean and vesepia both made it pretty far to the end and people you know the other the other castaways would say things like oh, do they have a black alliance? And it was just fucked up and not something that would ever exist in, in, well, I don't know, maybe it would, but we would have a different, I know, we would certainly have a different lens. And it's just, it feels very, very unfair. Like, and and I think, Brian, I think you mentioned that he's been a big part of like the diversity campaign. And I remember, one of the round tables, it might've been one of um, Rob Sesternino's that, that he did. Sean saying that like, it added a whole other element to the game because him and Vesepia had to be very conscious of like, not being too friendly. Acted. Yeah. Yeah. 
The other thing I just loved about Sean in general was because I watched more cases pretty recently and I loved when uh, I forget, I guess it was just like a random pairing uh, reward challenge, but him and Pappy were paired together and they ended up winning. And it was like one of those ones where they go and like, you know, people from the, the island like gave them like a big party and a big show and they had a big feast and they like it was just really funny and cute. Oh. So I 100% think that Sean deserves a second chance. Yeah, awesome. Okay, is it my turn again? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Hmm. <laughs> I know it's so hard to like pick who you want to nominate. <laughs> Oh, this is somebody who, again, I'm trying, look, a lot of the people on my list are just my personal favorites, but I'm going to pick somebody who, I I don't want to say that I don't like her. I have no issue, but actually we were kind of talking about this in, I think in last week's episode, I don't know how this came up, but um, Chrissy from Ben's season. Okay. 35. Yeah, I think she deserves a second chance because- she, a lot of people think that she should have won that season. And actually, I'm going to be a guest on Escaping Reality as well in a couple of weeks. And the season that I'll be recapping with them is this season 35. Oh. And a discussion that actually that we got into, and I don't remember how we got into it, was about how Survivor loves to like stereotype like moms. They love to be like, oh, how is this? mom of three going to survive and it's like women are more than just mothers like oh yeah she won a lot right a few challenges yeah she won a lot yeah yeah so i i think she should get another shot and i think she should get another shot particularly being being judged and being viewed as just like a fierce competitive woman she's also since like wrote a book about like overcoming obstacles and stuff like that like you know oh she's also from uh hunterdon county which is where ashley and i are from oh yeah chrissy hoffbeck yeah hoffbeck yeah Hmm. not somebody who is like one of my personal faves nothing against her just like not somebody that i'm like oh my god i want to have a glass of wine with her although i would please chrissy i would love to get a glass of wine with you when i'm no longer pregnant but (laughs) come on the pod i just really think she's somebody who like truly deserves it yeah definitely okay so for my third pick this is this is so hard i there's two people from this season i really want to nominate i really hope someone else nominates the other one um, but I'm going to nominate Davey from David versus Goliath. Oh. He's on my list too. I love Davey. I love Davey. I, I, just, I don't know. I just thought how he played was awesome. I was rooting for his alliance. He did some things that were unexpected. I, I really would like to see him back. I'm, I'm just a big fan of it. And his social media presence, really everything. I'm a big fan. Good choice. All right. I'll, I'll do another Instagram and <laughs> this is a person that two people nominated. And if I hadn't seen them come up on Instagram, I would have nominated them as well. But this person is uh, Kelly Kim from what do you call it? <laughs> Island of the Idols. I, another Island of the Idols. I know. One of mine. 
Kelly is like the definition of somebody who deserves she it, it feels wrong to even call it a second chance because she she was just so wrongfully treated I wouldn't even blame her if she never wanted to step another foot on this like godforsaken island <laughs> but if she does want to I think she 100% deserves to play the game again without having sexual harassment be a part of her environment and it's and it's honestly like besides the fact any single person's game being ruined by that like i'd say bring him on back but she also was just such an amazing strategic player yeah and it was really shitty that i'm pretty sure basically right after dan left is when she went home or at least that when she accused him and he got to stay like he went home right away yeah which is messed up it's it's so fucked up and it's it's so fucked up that nobody believes her i would almost say that she should be like if they did another season of game changers i mean she literally Mm. changed the game in the Mm -hmm. best most impactful way not in terms of i mean yeah she was a great strategic player but not in terms of like strategy or twist, but just in being the change to create a safer, healthier environment for people and women on the show. I mean, like how much more of a game changer can you be? Absolutely. So, no, for sure. Oh God. I will. Oh my God. I'm glad I that people nominated her because I, I know she wasn't really on my uh, radar. I'll never forget in the reunion when Jeff Probst was like, Kelly, I owe you an apology. You were right. We were wrong. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Jeff. No shit. Oh my God. Sorry. It, that was the most angry and upset I've ever been at a TV show. I will never forget when that episode aired, mm-hmm. like afterwards, just sitting there screaming, just sitting there in silence, screaming. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> no. <sighs> Whew, whew. All right, Brian, you need to pick uh, something really lighthearted. No <laughs> well, it's funny that you say that because I feel like my next choice is potentially a little controversial. Um, this is someone who I have wanted back on the show for as long as I can remember. Um, if I am correct, I believe that they were potentially slated to be on All Stars, but Amber um, ended up being... She'd said no, and Amber ended up being, like, her replacement or whatever, wow. however it works. The impact of that decision. Right? Is wild. If if I'm correct, I think which I think I'm, like, slightly correct. <laughs> um, and this person would add, like, a little level of celebrity <laughs> to the yeah. show. And that person is the one, the only, Elizabeth Hasselbeck. <laughs> A.K.A. This was your first crush, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. This was... Bef- this was- she was an innocent little 19 or 20 year old girl from New England. I'm sure she had a little bit of her conservative views stirring up inside of her, but yeah, she was different than it seemed like. <laughs> I remember the first episode that you came on the podcast for, you told us that you had a picture of her in your locker. <laughs> I did indeed. That picture that I chose is one of the pictures that I had in my locker. <laughs> <laughs> It was like all the pictures of her in her wearing her buff as like a, oh a bathing suit bra. <laughs> Brian. Like, yeah, I went to print these out and hang them up. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. So and she also she did really well on the show. She was um competitive, but like well liked and made it, I think, to the final four. 
um, whenever you guys talk about um, every week, when you talk about uh, your luxury items, I think of her and her luxury item, which was a headdress, an immunity headdress <laughs> that she created and wore um, to immunity to uh, tribal councils as like a good luck omen. And it worked almost. I think she made it to the final four. So again, a little controversial, but I've been rooting for her since since the beginning. It's funny you nominated her because when you sent us your list and I I texted you and I was like, Brian, we have some like kind of random ones. I too, I I'm not I wasn't gonna nominate her because I, I don't want her back that bad personally. Mm-hmm. But I actually the last person on my 18, because I was I I will say my list is very heavy on the later seasons. And I think that's because first off, we haven't had, you know, we had winners at war and then a couple people came back in um, uh, edge of extinction, but we did have since season 34 game changers, there were many seasons that were all new players where it's Mm -hmm. like they have not had their second chance yet. Whereas for for some of the older seasons, some of these people on Wikipedia, it goes, it color codes them and it goes up to their fifth chance. (laughs) Boston Rob. (laughs) Some of these people from the older seasons have played at least one more time. So I was like, you know what? She probably would never because she's, you know, probably a little too big for her britches, but I was like, Elizabeth Haswick was a good player. So and yeah, definitely some controversy. It's I was actually upset because I don't know when I became a little baby liberal. Um, but my <laughs> parents were my parents are Republicans, but not like loud about like I, they don't really talk about politics. Same. It, but I, I just know like I, I just know that they, you know, are Republicans. It's just a thing. So I don't know what like I don't know. I just feel like I think my nana though was a Democrat. So I don't know if that influenced me in some way, but I just feel like I remember like elizabeth first being on the view and before i knew anything about politics just being like oh i like her she's from survivor and then i know same but then i was like no this is this is very bad (laughs) so a little disappointed but i mean Mm -hmm. it would be interesting to see her return yeah there's there's this really interesting well i don't know if that's the right word but it's a page six interview with jeff probst and he's he's for some reason it's from 2014 but he is reflecting on Elizabeth and this is, so he, to, to touch on, on your point about her, her politics and her career. Now, Jeff probe says she has conviction and I do like conviction. I'm not saying I align with her, but I'm saying she does not back down ever. No matter what, no matter what anyone says, I can see why she's still working. She's compelling to watch. This reminds me of like something fucking Chris Harrison would say where you like, the host of a franchise won't just mm-hmm. come out and be like, yeah, I don't agree with her politics. They have to like sugarcoat it, but yeah. we will save that conversation for later, but listen to what else he says. Cause she was what? Like 19 at the time. Yeah. She was very young. Yes. She, well, uh, she wasn't that young, but she was young. 21, 22. Okay. So Jeff says every guy on the crew fell in love with her. Every guy, we watch this young girl mature into this fighting phenomenon, and everybody wanted to date her. They thought about marrying Elizabeth. It was all in our fantasies. Ew! Oh, that's gross. Oh, pervy Jeff. Pervy Jeff. Okay. All right. That's, I think that's, that's a, that's a great, uh, person to throw into the mix. (laughs) Wow. All right. 
we we previously nominated Davey from David versus Goliath and 100% co-sign. He was on my list as well. There are two other people from that season who I would really like to see given a second chance. And I don't know who to pick. So I'm going to say both of them. And can we... (laughs) There are no rules. Okay. So obviously, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if this person's on Ashley's list, but I would love to see Angelina get a second chance. I think Mm. that she was actually a really good player and then lent herself to one of the best memes in the entire world where she asked, <laughs> where she asked for somebody's jacket at tribal council and it just keeps is the gift that keeps on giving um but you know who else i really loved from that season but i'm skeptical to give them a second chance because i think they're like pretty cushy in life and don't need it i fucking loved mike white i thought loved he was mike hilarious white. but like He's a big time like film writer and yeah. producer, and I mm-hmm. don't know that he needs this. I kind of think for him it was a one off adventure. For sure. Yeah. Well, that's funny because both of those people I considered putting them like they're they're on the list of my heart, but I like I didn't actually write their name down. But okay, this is the thing: I gave up because I was like, I can I already put two people from David versus Goliath, so I was like, I can't put four. You know, I can't I can't do that. So I, guess, I mean again. Well, let, oh, go ahead. Who, who's no your other? Who's your other person from the show? My person. I mean, I I'm gonna nominate them. So I don't know if we want to get into my wait. So, Laura, you have to pick though. You have to pick. No, but I'm for, saying, I'm saying, name your because I I think you're right. If we are truly playing the game that we are casting a show, we cannot have more than two people. <laughs> so if I like your person better, I'm willing to drop both Mike and Angelina. Ooh, ooh. Okay. We got to see him. Christian. Christian Hubicki. Okay. All right. Look, I thought about Christian too. Uh, I don't. We I don't know. I cast, on, there has to be some that it's like what the people want. But Ashley, didn't we already <laughs> didn't we already see this exact plot play out with John Cochran? Like Christian was like mm. John Cochran too, who was then you know he wasn't on second chance, right? But he was like given another shot, right? And I then yes, I don't, I I just think it's what the people want. I don't know. I mean, I okay. Well, I, I just I'm down with Angelina too. I I, I am down with Angelina. I don't know. I do you think the people really want Christian that bad? I mean, my tie vote would be Mike White. Oh my god! <laughs> but the thing about it—that an was an option. <laughs> I just feel like Christian. I don't think Survivor is the same as it was, and it. I don't think it has. It has an audience for sure, and a large one, but like pop culture no it's not the same but i feel like christian's like the rupert of that season in a complimentary way not not us not us recapping heroes versus villains and hating on him complaining about his toe i'm saying like (laughs) rupert in his tie-dye shirt back in like 2004 like i feel like christian people watching it now like that's the person i don't know this is it's tough and he's one half of the Mason Dixon Alliance. Um, and and you know I love the other half. I don't know. Okay. Laura, what are we gonna do? We're we're gonna end up with like ten people from Island of the Idols. So like for me to be like, no, we can't 
we can't name we can't have more than two from a season i think that i should have introduced that rule in the beginning and not in the middle so you know what let's let's go ahead and keep christian and i will pick between the two and based on brian's uh input i will go, i'll go mike over angelina i'll do it okay that all right works for me so yeah i christian was mine you can name another one because i forced you to name Wait, did you say we're we're not allowed to name two from the same season? No, we can't. Okay, okay, okay. Introduce a rule in the middle. No rules. Yeah, that wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. That wasn't fair. We each have our own rules. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. Ashley, I think you should get to name another person. Who's going to name the first quitter? (laughs) No, I didn't put any quitters. Okay, I'm going to name another person. Mm -hmm. And again, this can't be all people we all like that we think are good people that like we need to keep it freaking interesting like okay. I, I want it to be interesting so i'm gonna nominate shane powers from season 12 panama um do you know who do you know who else nominated him Ooh. um anna from escaping reality oh, that girl has great taste <laughs> <laughs> um, was he the one doing coke on the island allegedly so i'm not after my (laughs) own heart just kidding (laughs) Um, what's the story behind that do we know i don't i i guess supposedly like from reddit i i guess some coke washed up on the beach i mean i don't know i just feel like if a white substance is placed in front of you i you i i think you want to be sure of what it is before you put it in your nose so I, i i i don't know what to say about that but Apparently that's the story. Um, it, it it's on Reddit. I um, I could look further into it. We could post something about it on our Instagram. But I don't have anything really in front of me. I can do a quick goog. I think that was about it. Like somebody said that Coke washed up on the beach and he did it. All right, all right. Um, I just think he was a pretty. He's just a character, and I also just, he was a smoker, and I um, <laughs> also used to be a smoker, and, like, now I'm a vapor, which I, I guess also is bad, but it, it's slightly different. Um, so I just feel like he was just, like, dying of cigarette withdrawal the whole time, and it kind of just contributed to his his persona. I, I don't know. He's, I want to keep it interesting. You know, I, I, I wasn't rooting for him. Didn't really like him, but I like to watch him. Oh, guys, I, Panama is the season I dominated. Oh, I, I think that's a great season. Good choice. Yeah, just trying to keep trying to keep it different. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's totally fair. All right, so I will do another Instagram submission right now. And uh, sorry, I'm just trying to find this person's name. This is from um, Bridget Sepik. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your last name wrong, Bridget. I'm, I pronounce, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I pronounce everybody's last name wrong. Um, okay, so she's from season 32. It's Sydney Gillen. Gillen? Oh, Sydney! Yes! Yeah, she was Oh, uh, what a great, a oh, great choice. She almost made my list. I think that, I think that, like, in this, you know who's somebody who I feel like is a very, um, overshadowing survivor player that is just so memorable that, like, in any season that she's in, she's the person you think of is Aubrey. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I think, I think that's, that's like a great, a great suggestion. 
Okay. All right, Brian. Uh, I know we're, this is, this will be person 18, but again, I think we can talk and figure out if we want to keep going. After we're going to have to, well, I, I, I was armed with six for myself and I thought that's what we were doing. So I, I, I'm not done. We're already at 18. How, wow. Yeah. I made my choice based on the fact that I would have six. So. Okay. Sorry. We'll do, cause I threw, I threw the wrench in with the Instagram people. So yeah. we'll. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. We'll keep going until what is 18. We'll keep going until 24. So I have two more. Yeah. Okay. This is so hard. Well, two more that from whatever. We'll we'll probably do more. Um, so I am going to nominate, um, and I'm pretty sure he only played once. I forgot to verify. Brett LaBelle from Millennials Gen X. I love I'm, him. Uh, yes, I'm so glad you said that. He also went on to play um, Amazing Race. Um, he's from Massachusetts, Boston, New England. One of the one of the above, <laughs> um, and he I don't know he's just great. <laughs> I guess I guess it's worth mentioning if you're new to the show or this is your first episode with Brian. Brian is <laughs> a New Englandite himself. New Englander. Yes. Um, Massachusetts specifically. And he also was on an episode of Top Chef as yes um, yes okay I knew there was another um, yeah connection uh reality show connection yep. yep he was on top chef as like a yep wait can i just say i i i find brett labelle very attractive <laughs> yeah he's I, I don't think he'd be into me but <laughs> yeah maybe not but <laughs> yeah no he's i like him yeah he's a good guy <sighs> He was the the person who who did he have that conversation with? Do you Zeke. know what I'm talking about? Zeke. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought that was just like a beautiful, vulnerable conversation where like they ended up. Was it on a reward or was it just like on, on a the reward? Beat? Yeah, I think it's that picture that's in my dossier. Oh, that <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Uh, he Perfect. got really drunk and just. That might not be the same. He may have gotten drunk on multiple occasions. He did. He, did. he was. He just like got drunk him. and like came out to Zeke. Early, yeah. He was just like slide. He he was like, oh, you know, you're not the only gay guy here. Yeah. He like yeah. didn't think he like needed to come out, but like wanted to connect with him. Yeah. They yeah, I loved that conversation. Yeah, it's fresh in my mind because I watched it last weekend, and yeah, it was a beautiful moment. And who was his partner on The Amazing Race? Chris. And he was from. He's Chris from Millennials versus Gen X. He's like a big like gin, ginger. Oh, he was also from that season. I don't know why. I thought yeah, he was yeah. From season. He was like he was like a former former football player and lawyer, yeah. um, and he he was on the Gen X as well. So that's great. Brett. That's a great submission. Okay, I still have again like my personal faves, but I think you guys are you guys are right. You guys are keeping me honest that it needs to be people who uh, it, it can't just be like my my friends you know what I mean mm-hmm. um okay so I'm gonna say and I don't I kind of don't know why this person stood out in my mind maybe because I just watched the season and we were also talking about it a little bit on our last episode Ashley but I said um Ken from Gabon Oh, mm-hmm. good that choice. Interesting. The the professional video gamer. I mean, this is what the conversation we had in our last episode was about. You know it, how it's it's hard to to decide if when you're doing a podcast, if you 
talk about the person as if you're watching them on the show with no other knowledge or if you take in everything that you know about them now and how some people become they go from being people you loved to very problematic people that you don't support and so in doing that we were talking about how how Ken was like he kind of blew the whistle on uh Bob's problematic behavior which I appreciate an ally so yeah um I I think that I think he also is somebody who may have thrived more in a newer season where it's less about survival Mm -hmm. like not that they're not still surviving but I think like you know his season was it was just so dirty because they were like in the like there's just they were always just like you know there was no ocean to go rinse off in so yeah I'll throw throw them in the mix good choice guys I'm really sorry I'm having a a lady problem okay I have to run to the bathroom again I will be right back it's okay Brian the room I'm in right now is getting really hot is the door shut yeah I got to take a break air it out I got I'm just gonna turn the heat down and see if that helps (laughs) I just like I can't wait until it's warm out because like Brian if I told you what we keep our heat at you would cry you'd be disgusted I would I would vomit everywhere do you want to know what we keep it at no I don't don't even tempt. Don't even don't know. We're like our heat's typically at like seventy five. Oh my god! Why? I like it warm. Put on a sweater. But, oh my god! I have a sweater on. I just put it to sixty nine because, <laughs> but like, I was talking to my coworkers and they were like, "Yeah, I keep it at 68, 60 when I go to bed." And I was like, "Oh my god! Wouldn't you freeze?" The way that I see it is. I'm not a huge air conditioner person. I like mm-hmm. to be cool. Mm-hmm. But when it's warm, for as long as I can, I am a windows open, fresh air kind oh, of person. Oh, for sure. If I, could have, if I could have windows open, fresh air all year round, that's yeah, like yeah. ideal. So I, I'm like, you know, if I spend a lot of money on heat in the winter, I think I make up for it the rest of the year. Understandable. I mean, yeah, but everyone's kind of, their kind own. of. I mean, uh, since being home like this winter, I've had my heat higher than i would have if i was mm-hmm. yeah, i mean uh, granted i wasn't wouldn't be here during the day but like when i was home i was keeping mm-hmm. it at a lower temperature in previous years than i have this year because like you said it's like i'm here like you know why not <laughs> type of thing our our electric bills have been like truly disgusting but that's like another thing too like you're using it for like my computer's plugged in all day. Like I'm using two monitors. That's like I'm using, That's a good point. I'm using multiple. I, like I'm cooking, um, you know, more meals throughout the day rather than like taking something to the office to heat up. Oh, okay. um, you say hi to Brian. Hey, Brian. I hi. Who said hi? Oh. I could. Oh, I could hear you. You could hear me. Yeah. I have had <laughs> I, hear I forgot how that worked. I'm back to you guys. Okay. Is everything hi. okay? Yeah. Like just a. No. <laughs> you don't have to go into details. I just want to make sure that you're all set. Are you going in? Oh, oh yeah. Every no. Uh, Are you staying there? What, what the thing that's going on with me makes me have to pee more frequently than I should. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, well, it's a good thing we have an editor. Absolutely. For this podcast. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually interested to listen to Escaping Reality because Nick was because I I have listened to some of their episodes. Did, oh, did you have to take 
breaks for them too. <laughs> well, I took one. Well, Nick took one first. Nick was just. Oh like, yes, yes, yes. Nick was just announced. He he goes. I'm going to urinate and just got up and I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, sorry guys, because they were talking about something. I was like, I was like, I have something to say on this, but I really have to run. Well, I recorded with them for a long time. It was like. Are there episodes? How long are their episodes typically? Their episodes are pretty long, and I think that they do edit some too, like for conciseness. Like I, Laura and I, like we pretty much air our entire thing unless for some reason together we're like, oh, maybe we should just cut that with that, which happens rarely. And otherwise, it's just she cuts like the beginning and the end when yeah. we chat with each other, and then like uh, our, our pee breaks. I'd say of the episodes, I edit five to ten minutes out. And it's so funny because I I do, I edit a lot. Like, I edit pauses and, like, coughs and um. So it's a lot of stuff that I'm taking out that I'll be like, oh, my God, like, this is going to be a very concise episode. And then it'll be like, you saved three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I think they they cut a decent amount because I recorded with, I was on with them. Oh, what time did, did, wasn't it almost five o'clock when I told you I just I think I was on with him for two hours and 45 minutes it was after 5 p.m yeah yeah I just looked at their episodes and they're like an hour and a half hour and 45 mm-hmm. minutes typically so yeah so they, they must they edit a lot, a lot. Out. Yeah. We, yeah we were talking for a while well it's like any survivor season you get a lot of footage and you cut it down to yeah. a little bit exactly I hope I like my edit <laughs> <laughs> sure. all right uh- all right, Ashley, it's your turn. Okay. It, who was our last one? Ken. Ken. Okay, it was you doing Ken. So are we out of user submissions? Are we capping it there? We have more, but it's it's your turn. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> I'm caught off guard somehow. <laughs> Here you are. You're on a podcast. Okay, I have two more. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I haven't decided. Like going into this, you realize I've just been looking down, <laughs> making the, I've been making the decision based on what other people have said already, and then mm-hmm. just following my everything. Um, I am going to say. Okay, this this is what I think. I might need a tiebreaker. Okay. I like those. I want either Reed or Josh from Blood vs. Water 2 to come on, but since they're ex-boyfriends, right. I don't want to put them on the island together, so I don't know what to do. Um, do they not get along? Or do they just... No! I, mean, <laughs> I didn't know I, if there was like a... a, a no, I mean, all I know is they were, you know, dating yeah. then, or like, you know, wanting to get married, and I, you know, now they're broken up. So I just feel like that might be uncomfortable for anyone yeah. to be on, you know, it, this is an MTV's X on the beach, which Jay, Jay was on. Um, so it's hard. Reed is on my list. Again, I think he's like, you know, friend of the show. Uh, I know. Josh, I think it, they had, and this is, if you're, if you're new listening, we actually recapped the season that they were on blood versus water too where it it was a really interesting dynamic because right out of the gate josh got the most screen time he was seen as the more strategic player but he went home before reed and reed really started to shine so you know i 
it's it's also hard and again this kind of goes back to the Baylor conversation which is like do you base it on the season or where they are now like I don't know if Reed can get time off from like the Australian circus well, I don't, oh we, don't, we don't know what Josh is doing I mean Reed also is the like co- the cover cover zaddy of oh. the of the zaddy calendar of all zaddies Reed might have to I like I, I can't remember like who we cast right now, but Reed might have to be there with his muscles just to do all the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I, I'm gonna go Reed, I think. Yeah, I considered them both. I didn't choose either of them, but I would choose Reed if I was given the choice. All right, Reed Kelly. Okay, so Stamp I don't it. know. I don't know how many Instagram people. Okay, I have one, two, three, four Instagram submissions. But what I also didn't realize was that. Somebody on Instagram had also nominated Chrissy. Tim Keen on Instagram nominated her. So that could count too. But sorry, I'm like not keeping track of the numbers. I'm writing down who's nominated what, but I don't know. Anyway, so there's, I think, one more Instagram person that I wanted to point out. I will say if, if you aren't hearing the people that use okay there's two more people that i think i should mention okay. okay but if you're not hearing the people you've submitted um it's because they've they've already played more than once like uh a friend of, a <laughs> it didn't friend, fit the parameters <laughs> well a friend of brian and i's jocelyn nominated uh Suri and tasha which hundo percent icons both of them but they've both played more than once uh-huh. um so and there's there's another per- okay i will say all right stacy from escaping reality nominated a couple of people oh. and okay one person she nominated was also from uh season 39 she nominated she nominated dean and like i just i don't know that um, Dean was on my list too. <laughs> okay. Of course he is. Because no, this is why. I want to see is Dean. Remember our our proposed season of goats? I feel mm-hmm. like Dean, are you really a goat? Can you prove you're not a goat? Yeah. I mean, he made it. So you got to bring back Dora too, then. No, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I, I I enjoyed watching Dean. <laughs> Um. Yeah. He, I mean, he was. Um, I. I. I wasn't necessarily going to nominate him, but he mm-hmm. was on my list. Stacy also nominated uh Ken from season thirty-two. Thirty-three. Millennials versus Gen X. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on my list. I wasn't going to nominate him, but he's on my list. He's and then so the, the third. The third person, the third and final person from Instagram that I wanted to mention, and this person. They were not on my list, but once I saw them come from Instagram, and this is the same person that nominated Sydney, I was like, oh, absolutely. This person was wonderful. Was um, Jamal Shipman, again, from uh, 39. He was on my uh, list, too. Island of the Idols. I I loved Jamal, and Mm, I think he... I remember Jamal, who was the person that he had the conversation with, but it was like, was it Jack? Yeah, somebody said something racist, but it was, it was like, I think he was referring to like, and he was like, oh, like, check out that do rag or something. And, Mm -hmm. and Jamal actually took the time to like have a conversation with him and be like, here's why that's not okay. And it was honestly, I think one of the first, 
conversations like that that we've seen on the show and maybe like any any reality show in particular where it wasn't it wasn't filmed and edited to look like you know a black man getting outraged at at this it was a really mature productive conversation that like got through to this young white guy yeah i forgot about that but that yeah that was a good moment yeah, he was on my list too. I actually probably would have nominated him, but I mean, if that frees up more space for other people, then <laughs> I'm all for it. So that that rounds out the Instagram nominations. Again, if we didn't include it, it's because somebody else, one of us did. Um, but okay, so. This is our last right. one, right? Um, is it my turn? Me? Yeah. Okay, so my last nominee is... Um, Becky Lee from Cook Islands. She, um, I think I said this on the, on one time I was on. Yeah. Before that she, like when I rewatched that season, she kind of, um, seemed like she had a lot of control along, maybe more so than Yule, but like Yule ended up getting the credit overall. Um, and winning. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just Becky. <laughs> it's my next, my next nominee. I'm trying to, you know, I feel like back when I first watched it, I was just so about Ozzy that I was blinded to any, mm-hmm. anyone else did. I mean, you know, it's only natural, but I can see what you're saying. She was oh. just like very quiet, strategic. Yeah. Um, she made it to the final three final four um and i i just don't think that she got the credit that you know maybe she should have (laughs) okay for my last one (laughs) you're having so much fun over there i'm stressed (laughs) i yeah and i have a couple people that i think again we'll get to the honorable mentions for sure um but I think for my last one, I just got to pick a fave. And that's Don. That's going to be Donathan. Oh, sweet, sweet Donathan. I love him so much. And, you know, I think, again, I, I could argue for or against these people all day. I You know, I'm sure somebody can make the case that, like, he's gotten a bunch of money from Sia. But, you know, I think he, he played as maybe, like, a super young he was a bit he was really young maybe a little bit naive I'd like to see the same sweet Donathan go back out but with maybe a little more life under his belt maybe a little more grit maybe a little more play like a, a not like a cop but play like a, a villain yeah 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 style. hey chatterboxes it's Laura this is not an ad break if you can believe it or not I have some bad news so after I gave my last answer of Donathan we had some kind of technical glitch that I just discovered uh, at 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday as I'm editing Ashley's audio stopped recording so 
I don't want to give you the rest of this episode as is because it would be incomplete. And while I think Brian and I do a pretty good job, <laughs> there would definitely be some noticeable gaps and you you would miss a lot of the things that Ashley said. Uh, she especially closed off this episode. Her last pick was actually Hannah uh, from Millennials versus Gen X and so just wanted to finish out the game and we all agreed Hannah was a great addition I was actually super surprised that she had only played once because she's so iconic in my mind I think of her as having played twice but anyway I didn't I didn't want to not drop the episode because I love the conversation we've had up until this point so I thought what I would do is just pop on and explain a couple of other places that we went from here and I can tell you what our luxury items were I can we you know sadly our our big long bachelor rant is gone but we're still angry about the whole hashtag fire Chris Harrison of it all I think maybe what we'll do if he's willing again it's 11 (laughs) o'clock I think he's sleeping but if Brian's willing to come back on next week I think what we'll do is maybe touch on anything that we didn't get to today talk about The Bachelor at that point we will have seen hometowns who knows what kind of drama is gonna unfold in one week I feel like Everything just happened so fast now. I mean, Claire and Dale are back together, I guess. We talked about that too. But we'll also probably, my goal is going to be to have the results of our bracket in at that point. So we could potentially have our next season by next week. So maybe we could do a look ahead for that season and kind of tease if it's something that we've all seen we could talk about our impressions going into it if it's something that I haven't seen maybe Ashley and Brian can just talk about it I don't know we'll see that's my plan right now so just to give you a recap so like I said Ashley's final submission was Hannah which could not agree with more absolutely We then realized that we had 26 people and we wanted to get a little bit closer to an actual season. So we went back through our list and omitted a couple of people and we had some live spirited debate. While I definitely 100% could debate with myself all day, I'm not going to. I will just try to give you the, the reasons that we ended up landing on. We omitted Dean because... I do think that I could see him playing again, but a a few episodes ago, by a few I mean several, Ashley and I had joked that he'd be like the perfect contestant for a season that we think would be very popular, which is a season of all goats. So I would want to save Dean for that. We also agreed that Jay could be omitted just because he really has had so many second chances in the form of other reality TV shows. I omitted Mike White because, again, I think he's had a shot. Ashley omitted Baylor, which there was uh, some some jokes about how maybe I didn't write her name down at all. I did, but I we did end up crossing it out. Brian omitted Leaf and Elizabeth. Just, again, we got to get rid of some people. And I think 
that left us with a solid 20. A typical season is usually 18, but sometimes for special seasons, they'll do 20. So we felt comfortable with that. We then also went through some of our honorable mentions. There was Josh, some something, I can't remember if Ashley or Brian said it, but I thought this was really smart. Somebody said they would love to see Nadia because, you know, when she was on with Natalie, she went home first, but obviously Natalie did great, so I think it could be really fun to see her play as well. I also had, oh, Brian and I both had T-Bird. I think she would be great. I can't believe she hasn't played again. I also had people like Max Dawson and Janet. So we we definitely had a long list. I would love to play this game again. Maybe in a maybe we could cast like a fans versus favorites. Obviously the three of us would be the fans. I guess we would be casting the favorites. Anyway, that about sums it up. It was such a lively debate. I'm so sorry. I hope that you at least enjoyed what we do have there. We we then ranted about The Bachelor, of course. And again, I think I would just point you to people who are talking about this, but much better than we are. I love the Date Card podcast. I think it's so well done. And on their Instagram, they are sharing so many amazing resources. A new account that I love is Bachelor Data, which uses charts and graphs to break down the diversity issues within the franchise. Um, you know, and we also just caught up on like what we think of Matt James's season so far, which is that it's a little boring. I referenced this Vanity Fair article that talks about how The Bachelor really has a bachelor problem where regardless of who they seem to cast as the lead, the women always kind of end up taking the spotlight. They really outshine the men. I don't know. I mean, I I think it's true. So we didn't have a ton of Survivor scuttlebutt items. Brian mentioned how he has been working his way through some old seasons of Big Brother and how in the early seasons they have some Survivor contestants make guest appearances. That's fun. That led me to talk about how somebody on Twitter recently brought to my attention that there is a survivor price is right episode out there somewhere sadly youtube has taken the full video down because of copyright issues but i think you can find the clips somewhere we did get to luxury items ashley mentioned that she's been working her way through gailmore girls which she's seen in piecemeal but never all the way through i'm so excited because Y'all know that I consider myself a Gilly and a resident of Stars Hollow, and I'm glad she's along for that journey. She actually texted me tonight, a couple hours ago, that Scott Patterson, who plays Luke Danes, went to high school in the town next to mine. So, fun fact for y'all. I personally have been enjoying a gardening podcast, if you can believe it or not. It's called Fresh Exchange. I am going to try and start a hobby garden for the first time this year. We'll see how it goes. Brian's luxury item was Love Story and Taylor Swift re-recording her masters, her Fearless album in particular. We talked a little bit about that and just the magnitude of an artist of her size taking this on. It's really never been done before and I just, I love her so much and I wish the best for her. We geeked out a little bit about that. Um, okay, that, we, I mean, we talked for another hour, guys. Like, this is the very Cliff Notes version 
of the rest of the episode. So if you've enjoyed it to this point, if you liked the debates and conversations we were having, please tune in next week. Truly, this has never happened. Uh, Like, I never. So (laughs) if if you're new to the show, please, please tune in next week because we will have the full audio for every person and you will not have to listen to me do a soliloquy for I don't know how long I've been talking. I luckily could talk to myself probably all day, but I don't think anybody wants to hear that at all. I will just assume. So this is what I'll leave you with. Again, we'll be back next Monday. Hope maybe Brian will join us again. If not, we will we'll scrounge up another guest. We have a lot of friends of the show that we love catching up with and talking to. A reminder, you can also tune in on Wednesday to Escaping Reality. Ashley's going to be on talking about millennials versus Gen X. I know I'm so excited to listen to it. If you made it this far and you've enjoyed the episode, we would love a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps small shows like ours get some traction in such a saturated market. I hope we all make it, but especially us. <laughs> all right. This is so weird because usually I say, bye, guys, and then Ashley says bye, and then – but. I, I'm, I'm signing off. I'll talk to y'all later. And, uh, I think Ashley's sleeping right now. So I sent her like a frantic series of text messages and I hope she's fine with this. Ashley, I hope, I hope you like it. I hope you like my outro. I miss you. I, in this, in the 10 minutes it's taken me to do this, I've realized I don't think I ever want to be a solo podcaster. So grateful to have a partner. Talk to y'all next week. Bye.